Welcome to Assistant Coaching. We are your assistant coaches, Eric the Bookie Ellis, Storm Diesel Dodd, Scott, Even Money Bets. Ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing you our first uh, live podcast, uh, starting this during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, this is the first time that we've been in the same room. Social distancing rules do apply. Nevertheless, here we go. Glad to have everybody here. Six feet apart as always. So, as always, we're going to start out with uh, The Last Dance, episode 9 and 10. How'd you guys feel about it? Yeah, the finale um, was kind of disappointing, I thought, to be honest with you. I just felt like they focused a little bit too much on the highlights of Michael Jordan's career. Like, I feel like if I wanted to see the Bulls versus Pacers in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals, I could have gone on YouTube and, and looked that up. I just, I just wish they would have kind of focused more on, on Michael's life outside of basketball, rather than the actual uh, games against the Pacers and Jazz in his last season there with the Bulls. That's a good uh, view of it, Eric. I, um, I enjoyed the highlights myself, but my wife Margaret said that she heard that his children would be in the final episode. So I kind of had looked forward to hearing from them, and it wound up being a about a ten second snippet from each of them, and then you got some jazz highlights. So, but having said that, there were some. It was good footage and good input of the games, but definitely not what I think people were expecting. What did you think of the uh, the finale, Stormy? I don't know. I watched the last two, and as I'm thinking about it, it never really stuck in my mind. I'm having a hard time remembering it. <laughs> but, was it real memorable? Yeah, like I mean, like Eric said, you could have uh, just looked every game up and saw that. I mean, everybody knows the push off, supposedly, right. and all yep. that. And I mean, I was expecting more of like you know afterwards. Like I was hoping they'd show them on the Wizards and exactly. everything, and and that's not what I got. They just did a quick pan out. We didn't get anything. Um, we got like 10 minutes on the Bulls breaking up. Uh, like Pippen got traded to the Rockets, and we got like a little blurb of that, but we didn't get any sort of closure on what happened after Michael um, left the Bulls, and I was looking forward to more of that. We even got input from players' lives like Dennis Rodman, but not so much of Michael Jordan. You just kind of saw footage from the Bulls' sideline. So... I thought they could have, you know, put that 10-episode event into five episodes and made it even better than it was, but definitely enjoyable. Uh, I got came up with a cool idea. I'm going to say, like, 10 different teams, and you tell me, like, what you guys, what players come to your mind. All right, I'm going to start at 10, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, God. I didn't know we were throwing hockey in here. I'll be honest, Ooh, I don't know Toronto anybody Ma- for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I tell you what, I can't think of his name. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, you know, that defeats the purpose of the game. Oh, it's Ty something. Robitaille? No. No, it's not Robitaille. It's Luke Robitaille, never mind. No, it's Ty Domi. Mm. I don't know if you guys have ever heard Ty Domi, and I'm not positive that he played for the Maple Leafs. But he's just a nasty, nasty... Not a cheap shot hockey player, but he was a goon. A goon? Yeah, Ty Domi. I think of... Ugly as sin, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've never heard of him. Is he a 
is he like a um, older player, like from the nineties, or? Yeah, he would be. He would have played when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 90s would be a good way to, to explain that time period. <laughs> the good part about being in the same room, I can Google it, and he did play for the Maple Leafs. Ty oh, Domi. Show Ty Eric Dome. a picture of him. It's Ty Domi. Ugly as sin is a good <laughs> way to describe him. <laughs> he looks like a hockey player. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks like he's gotten hit in the face, yeah. some pucks. I think of Mike Babcock when I think of the Maple oh, Leafs. Oh, Babcock. That's the only guy that comes to mind, the traitor. Mm-hmm. Those are your best ones because I have no idea. <laughs> All right, how about the, the St. Louis Cardinals? Albert Pujols. Albert? Oh, sorry. That's not... Sorry. Go ahead, Eric. Well, I was, I was going to say that Pujols comes to mind, as does Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire is yeah. what I was going to say. I had Albert Pujols. Yeah, I mean, mind. two of... Uh, probably two top five first basemen all time in the majors, and... Still they both play for St. Louis. Yeah, Poole still limps out there, out there for the Angels every now and then. But I always used to imitate Albert Poole's swing when we'd play ball in the backyard. He just had <laughs> that goofy long, mm-hmm. that long video game swing. I was a big Gary Sheffield poser. Oh, oh yeah, oh the yeah. That. <laughs> yep. How about the San Francisco 49ers? <laughs> Joe Montana. I almost said Jeff Garcia. He would have been. I mean, not that he was by <laughs> any means the best 49er to play, but he did play for. Well, that him. That's just the first NFL name that team. comes to mind. That is who I thought of immediately. I think of Jerry Rice. I was going to say Oof. Jerry Rice. What a loser. Yeah. I think of Jeff Garcia out of all the Hall of <laughs> hey, Famers that like, played for the 49ers. stuck with it. Jeff 49ers. Garcia. <laughs> he's my man. But Frank Gore. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, a that's good one. That's where he. Got his start. Someday I'll tell my kids about Frank Gore. He's one of the. He's at the top of the all-time uh, rushing list. What is he third? Yeah, yeah so. third, and he's done it the hard way. He, he yeah. doesn't have any incredible attributes. He just plays hard. Exactly. He's done it forever. Durable. Yep. The Detroit Red Wings. Steve Eiserman. I was gonna say Nicholas Lidstrom. <laughs> Steve Eiserman, I was a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> back around now. But uh, who's the goalie? Dominic Hasek. Yep. Dominic Hasek. And I think his backup goalie, I could be wrong, I think his backup goalie was Manny Legacy. Yes. And I don't know right. why, you know, how many people are big fans of a backup goalie, but I was always a Manny Legacy <laughs> fan. Was it his last name? Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, just a great name, and he would get some time. Mm-hmm. You know, he, they'd throw him in every now and then. And he was, he was a good goalie as well. He was like Osgood, too. Chris Osgood. Maybe that's who Manny yeah. backed up. Mm-hmm. Chris Osgood. I think of Darren McCarty as well in his uh, post-hockey weed business that he's got going. I just got to tell a story real quick. We went to a uh, my dad and my brother and uncle and myself went to a Red Wings game when my brother and I were real young. And for whatever reason, my brother and I were big Colorado Avalanche fans. So we went to a playoff game when the Wings were playing the Avalanche. And Darren McCarty got a hat trick for the Red Wings. Oh, my. Who was the last person on earth you would expect to get a hat trick. And me and my brother, or at least I was crying in the stands because the Avalanche were getting smoked. (laughs) And my dad and uncle had no sympathy for me. They're like, you guys are 
idiots. <laughs> Were you literally crying? Like I was years? pretty bummed. <laughs> you know, whatever, eight or nine-year-old me was pretty bummed that the Avalanche were getting smoked. It's funny that you were an Avalanche fan because I, I kind of was too. I didn't know. I was, I've was. i never been a big NHL fan, but if somebody asked me what team I rooted for, I'd say the Avalanche because of Patrick Waugh. Pat, we were yeah. massive Patrick yeah. Waugh fans. And on that team was Joe Forsberg. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, Peter Forsberg and Joe Sackick. And Robert Blake, mm. and we, for whatever reason, we just love that team. Why was the goalie, wasn't he? Yes, Patty Why, and he was good, and he was mouth a legend. Yeah. yeah. Number six, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh man, Heinz Ward. That's a good one. I'd say Roethlisberger, but there's so many like Franco Harris, the boss, the Joe boss. Green. Yeah, Jerome Bettis. I also thought of Troy, Troy Palomalu, Bill yeah. Cower. One of my, he's one of my favorite coaches. Oh, hard not to love Bill. Who's Cowher. the guy on the morning show? Bald Who's Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw. Oh, I can't picture him being an athlete. I know oh, he. God. I know he is. <laughs> I know he's a, a good athlete, but nowadays it's just I can't see yeah. it. <laughs> can't picture it. Scotty's favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. Tony Romo, man, first name to come to my mind. <laughs> I think of Romo. I think of his uh, Bosch field goal attempt where he was the oh, holder. Yeah. That's a, that's like the highlight that just plays over and over <laughs> my head when I think of Romo. We weren't always big. Well, I was. I didn't always like Romo, but when he was first starting, we weren't crazy about him, and I remember that play. Oh yeah, we we enjoyed it. <laughs> when I think of Dallas, I think of uh, probably Troy Aikman or Emmett Smith. Like those '90s mm-hmm. cowboy teams that were so dominant, especially because Troy Aikman's just so prevalent nowadays. Still, that he that he's an announcer, but yeah, I guess that's who would come to mind for Dallas. I'd say Des Bryant. Wow, was there for a while. '88. Boy, just another Lots wide receiver who yeah. lost his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Michael Irvin, another mm-hmm. cowboy. Jason Witten. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Kobe. Kobe. I don't know how you could think of anyone else other than Magic, I guess. Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq, Magic, Kareem. James Worthy. With the goggles. Yeah. Or uh, Phil Jackson. Jerry West. Phil Jackson, Jerry West. Wilt. Wilt Chamberlain. I'm trying to think of the the big, oh, uh, Walton. Is it Bill Bill Walton? Walton, yeah. I don't know. I don't think he was the same league as the rest of those no. guys, but <laughs> came to mind. A lot of famous Lakers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Showtime. And then the next, Boston Celtics. Bird. Bird. KG. Bill Walton also played yeah. for the Celtics. Thought of KG, <laughs> and he wasn't even a long-time Celtic. Yeah, only a couple years, but. Went there for the super team. Paul Pierce. Oh, I hate Paul Pierce. The I'm you're a Paul Pierce fan. I don't like Paul Pierce, <laughs> no? actually. <laughs> the wheelchair game just, oh, I hate, I hated that. I still hate it. You know who I do love from that team, those teams, where it was Ray Allen. I love watching Allen. him play. He was just such a good shooter. Him and KG hate each other now. Do they really? Yeah, I don't know why, but they hate each huh. other. KG always seemed like he was kind of hard to get along with. <sighs> really? Yeah. I mean, to me anyway. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens. P.K. Subban. 
That's what I was going to say. Really? He was a Canadian? Yeah, I didn't for the Predators. <laughs> he was. I thought he was only a Predator. He doesn't play for the Predators now, does he? No, they traded him. I didn't know that. Uh, I can't think of where he plays now. Google. Storm's going to Google it for us. <laughs> he's been moving around a lot. Where is P.K. Zuban? He's so... I'm, I'm just so far behind on the NHL. He's a good hockey player, though. The Devils. Ooh, New Jersey Devils. Yeah. And that's really all the Canadians I know. Yeah. Uh, Patty Wow also played oh, for the Canadians. Really? Before the Avalanche, but yeah. And then, uh, number one, the New York Yankees. Jeter. Mariano Rivera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, A-Rod, even though I hate him. I don't, yeah, I don't like A-Rod either. Does anyone like A-Rod? <laughs> he became like almost a celebrity movie, movie star yeah. while he was still playing baseball. Yeah. See him on red carpets and stuff is weird. Kind of like Tom Brady, but I don't yeah, think Tom true. Brady's that bad. Yeah. Yeah, and A-Rod now, he, like he's dating J-Lo and on Shark Tank every now and then. Yeah. Just, he won't go away. <laughs> he just won't go away. Won't go away. It's a couple honorable mentions, too, like uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Duncan. Tim Duncan, yeah. That's who I thought of. Duncan and Pop. I used to not like them. I used to hate the Spurs because they always beat, well, they beat always, the Pistons. They beat the Pistons in 05, and they shouldn't have if it wasn't for that that shot that Robert Horry made. Who's uh When Duncan came in the league, they had a really good David Robinson. Yep, yeah, David Robinson. The Admiral. I liked him. Yeah, he's... One of the best big men of all time as well. Tony Parker, Manu mm-hmm. Ginobili. Manu, like, don't bring up Manu. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. With all my being, I hate Manu Ginobili. <laughs> I, used to, I used to remember his... That ugly fucker. <laughs> That's exactly it. His nose. <laughs> the way he always uh, had his hair. He would always be going like this. Uh, oh, man. He was left-handed. Yeah. Yep. Douchebag. There's always something about Tony Parker, too. Just ate it. The fact that he cheated on Ava Longoria. Like, what were you thinking? That's enough right there. Yeah. (laughs) He's at the top of the list for hatred. Mm -hmm. I'm going to skip this one. We all, Chicago Bulls, that's easy. Darren Gross, right? Yeah. (laughs) But the Boston Red Sox. Poppy, for sure. Oh, uh, the pitcher. Pedro Martinez? Yeah, Pedro Martinez. Manny Ramirez. Yeah. I remember he was, like, skinny, and all of a sudden, like, as the years went, he just got fatter. Bam. Manny? Oh, God. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to be in great shape no. to be a ball player. And then he just cranked him out of the stadium. Yeah. I just remember Poppy. The, the one thing that will always, like, stay in my in my mind is when he when he uh, was playing the Tigers in the 2013 ALCS. He cranked that grand slam in game two off of Joaquin Benoit, and then we went on to lose that series. And, and – uh, that's crushing. Joaquin Benoit. Oh, boy. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Do you see that? Storm, storm I can see the answers. All right. So we decided today that we're going to do a little trivia just to spice things up a little bit. I'm going to ask Scotty and uh, Eric some questions. Let's see how well they do. Let's see if they want to make a side bet on all of this. How about God. how about spur of the moment idea here? When we think of an answer, we say our name as like a buzzer. Okay, say our I own like name. It. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like if you have an answer, say it. If you don't get it right, you lose. 
the other guy gets a shot. Okay. Does the winner get a, are we going to do a prize for the winner? Six pack or something? <laughs> How about the next time we go out, you got to buy the guy a beer? <laughs> That's fine by me. I'll take a free beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love free beers. <laughs> I love free beer. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yeah. I'm ready to hear these names fly. In what year were the first Air Jordan sneakers released? Scott. Go ahead. 1991. No. 1989. Ah, uh, close. But no. But no. <laughs> do, you want, do, I have, do you want me to give you the answer? Yeah, do go ahead. ahead. All right. 1984. Wow. That early. Boy, I, was surprised. I think he was on him early. We watch a documentary on a guy, and it's not enough to <laughs> yeah, answer right. those questions. <laughs> All right, question two. Zero, zero. <laughs> what name is rapper Sean Combs better known by? Eric P. Diddy. Yes. That was cheap. <laughs> that was cheap. Cheap. All right, three. Robin Williams won a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for what film? Scott. Eric. Scott. Goodwill Hunting. 1-1. One, one. All right. What candy was used to lure E.T. in the 1982 movie? Scott. Skittles. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, I, I thought that was e. right. In forever. M&M's. Nope. Oh, man. I thought I had it. Is it Starburst? It's uh, Reese's Pieces. Oh, oh Reese's Pieces. A little fun fact. Nobody wanted to touch that movie, and Reese's Pieces was like such a low-budget candy company. Really? And when they put that in there, they just shot right up. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't want to touch that movie either. <laughs> Grade A dumpster trash. <laughs> I love E.T. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Another fun fact, my parents accidentally gave me the Spanish version when I was little. I sat and watched the whole thing. Wow. E.T. <laughs> e. taught me Spanish. <laughs> Diablo, hey. All right. Still 1-1. What health problem bothered Elvis Presley throughout his lifetime, which eventually related to his death? Scott. Drug addiction. Ah, oh, man. Oh, man. Was it alcoholism? Would that be? Nope. Scott. Heart condition. God. Diabetes. Nope. <laughs> I don't think you guys can get this one. Liver. No. Nope. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> Close. Constipation. No way. That led to his death? He's pretty backed up. <laughs> I think that, that's the joke because they say he died on the toilet. Because he was oh. constipated. Is that a real fact or is it a joke? That's a joke, I think, but I think he died in a bathroom. <laughs> he did. Oh my. Yeah, I think he did from an overdose. <laughs> right, I thought. Wow. <laughs> Still 1 1. <laughs> Five questions later. All right, who was the first person to suggest daylight savings time? Scott. Did that count as a yeah. <laughs> You got an answer. That's more than I have. Christopher Columbus. Galileo. Nope. <laughs> My heart skipped a beat. I thought Eric had it. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Oh, man. Uh, no kidding. Quick take onto the, the golf tournament. Peyton's drinking out of a nice koozie. Yeah. Still 1-1. <laughs> For those of you listening. Yeah. 
What U.S. president put a Twinkie in the country's Millennium Time Capsule? Scott Teddy Roosevelt. <sighs> William Howard Taft. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Oh. oh, of course he did. <laughs> that man. I only got ten questions. It's one one. Oh no! It's like nobody's getting free beers. What question are we at? Uh... Question eight. Oh no! Uh oh. Low scoring I, game. I can Google more if we need to. Where in this? Where is the Sea of Tranquility located? The Eric. The moon. Yes. <laughs> Saw through the paper. The moon, Eric. The moon. <laughs> Moon, Eric, Eric. No look, no look. All right. One to two, Eric's ahead. What was the duration and team of the longest playoff drought in the history of football? Scott. The Detroit Lions. No. Cincinnati Bengals? Mm-mm. No. The Cleveland Browns. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Hmm. Dolphins? Nope. The Buffalo Bills. Nope. <laughs> this is crazy. Bears. Nope. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Somewhere hot. Chicago. Jags? Houston. Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Cardinals? Yeah. 44 years. From I would have never even guessed that. I never made the playoffs. And they weren't even, they must have been a different team back then. All right, the last one. What is the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? Scott. Saw. Ah. Oh. Um, hmm. Highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Do I get a clue? Do I get a hint? <laughs> no, but you're running out of time. The Hangover. Nope. Joker. What? Joker? From this past year? Mm -hmm. Wow. Who knew? I looked it up. I double looked it up just to make sure. (laughs) I wasn't a liar. And Saw came to mind. I figured that has made a lot of money. It has. Yeah. Well, I guess I owe Eric a beer. (laughs) Two to one. Shouldn't even take it. <laughs> Don't feel right about you that. You told me to make them hard. I like that, though. I mean, yeah, I would, I mean, <laughs> if they were easy, it'd be more about who can say their name first, you know? Mm-hmm. I got a question for you guys. Um, we were talking, my wife and I, and I don't know what prompted it, but she asked me if I could meet one athlete, living or dead, who would it be? Oh, wow. I'll tell you who I answered, but you guys go first. Hmm. Yeah, think on that. I was going to say, that is such a deep question. Now, before we get into it, uh, maybe while you guys are thinking, Storm, haven't you met an extremely famous athlete before? I have. We were we went to a, a franchise meeting in Arizona, and our plane that landed went to Minnesota. And as we were boarding the plane to come back to Michigan... A person was led on first before anybody, and it was Muhammad Ali. What? How and long ago was this? This was, I was, I think, early high school. Oh, wow. And uh, I don't know, I think I knew you then. Oh, yeah. And uh, my dad gets on the plane, and he's right first class front row. Mm-hmm. And my dad goes, hey, champ. He stuck his hand out and shook both our hands. 
That is crazy. You met Cassius Clay. I did. That is incredible to me. That is one of the... When you, when you said extremely famous, I mean, you couldn't get more famous. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Arguably the best the athlete now. ever. And it yeah. was just out of nowhere. My dad, like, he's getting on the plane. My dad goes, that's Muhammad Ali. Because he went and got treated in Minnesota because they had the best. Oh, Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All for his Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. No kidding. That's wild. What are the chances? You just... I'm, Chilling on a plane <laughs> and walks Muhammad Ali. Not only did you meet him, but you got this. Yeah. Ride a plane with him. Mm-hmm. Shake his hand. Yeah. The hand that has punched many a man. <laughs> yeah. I told my dad he should have squared up with him. Yeah. He, he's pretty old then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh man, though, if I had to meet one athlete, dead or alive, I was gonna say when when Scott brought that up I was and said that you had met somebody storm I was going to be like my my uh retort with to that was I've met Curtis Granderson before but <laughs> I met Curtis Granderson's dad oh that's right you sat right in front of him or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> met Dwight Howard before too just got his autograph Stormy anyone other than Muhammad Ali that you wish you could meet and hang out with for a second Eric coming up blank. Man, there's so many people I like. Yeah, it's it's hard to pick one or one that you think would be the most interesting to just have a conversation with. My favorite sport's football, so it'd definitely be be a football, football player. I like what comes to mind. I'd say I'd want to hang out with uh, Barry Sanders. Oh yeah, and just I'm sure he's got just a memory bank full. Fun stuff to tell you. He's a pretty quiet guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure, it wouldn't seem like he was bigger than, you know, probably seemed like a pretty normal person. Mm hmm. I mean, you just, it'd be fun to just hang out with him and ask him questions. Yeah. Maybe you could break why he quit. Yeah, Barry, if you're listening. listening. Barry, come on the show. (laughs) There's no media around. Tell us why you really. Well, you really walked away so early. And then we'll tweet it on our page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I am really having a hard time with this. Hmm. Running through all the people that I've loved and watched over the years. <laughs> Is it bad to say Chauncey Billups? No, it's not bad to say Chauncey Billups. He was my favorite growing up. And I just feel like he has had such a wild journey because he's played for so many teams. He was... The Nugs. Yeah, Nuggets, Celtics, Timberwolves, just kind of cast aside before he got to the Pistons, and then he found his his um, you know his fit with the Pistons. So I don't know. I think he'd have a really interesting story and a unique perspective on things. And now he's an analyst with ESPN. So Chauncey Billups, yeah, Mr. Big Shot wow. himself. I'd like to have an answer. A sit down with him. Well, I've got a pretty typical answer. It would be if I could. Can meet... I guess yours? Yeah, I guess mine. Is it Tiger? Tiger Woods. Yeah. It is. If I could meet one athlete, it'd be Tiger. I think despite all of his fame for good mm-hmm. and bad reasons, I, think he's, I bet he's a pretty nice guy. On the spot, I guess I forgot about him. As <laughs> <laughs> he's playing right here. Yeah, as he's playing. I, was just, yeah. I think he's the most dominant athlete. I mean, yeah. I mean, throw Michael Jordan in there, too, but we were talking the other night about how Tiger in his prime would just smoke the rest of 
the field. Yeah. I'd love to meet him. and He'd be my pick. There's no one quite like him, that's for sure. And no one could, could ever duplicate what he's done. How many majors has he won? 18? Because he's four short of Jack. Tigers won 15, trailing only Jack Nicholas, who leads with 18. There it is. So he's got three more. He's got three Jack. more to go. You think he'll get there? I don't think he'll get there. As much as I want him to. I think he missed those critical years after his slip up. Yep. He's had so many surgeries. Surgeries, and he he definitely missed a year or two taking personal time That's off. Right. So I think he could have he could have been tied up with him by now if that hadn't happened. But fifteen's nothing to scoff at. I wonder who's third on that list. It could be Gary Player okay. or Arnold Palmer. Oh yeah, Arnie Palmy. Not good at googling. Oh, here we go. Walter Hagen, eleven. No, not never heard. Who I would have guessed. Ben Hogan, nine. Yeah, so Jack Nicholas before Tiger had seven more than anyone. Untouchable until Tiger came along. All right, that was some pretty awesome stuff Scott laid down on us. My answer was pretty shitty. <laughs> I, don't I wish I could. I wish I could so take either. it back. But uh, I don't think it was. We got a little, you know, couple tidbits of sports information. I'm going to lead into the whole Dak Prescott and the deal that could have made him the highest paid QB in the NFL. But supposedly, they never offered it to him and he never turned it down. So, what do you guys think? I think if Dak Prescott really turned down $35 million a year, he's nuts. I don't think he'll ever see those numbers again, and he should have took it while it was in front of him. But that pretty much sums up my thoughts. I can't believe he would have gotten offered that much, and I wouldn't believe it if he turned it down. To me, yeah, I mean, he did Dallas a favor by turning that down because, my God, you pay, you pay Prescott what they would have paid him, and then on top of that, Zeke and Amari Cooper, who they just signed to a big deal, you got, you got all your money tied up in three players, nothing nothing left for the rest of the team. So I think he did him a huge favor. And plus, I mean, if you were just being honest with ourselves, Dak is just not that good. I mean, he's – I think he's uh, above average, but I don't think he's anywhere near, you know, to be that that highly paid and to be the best – or the most highly paid quarterback in, uh, in league history. So, yeah, I just think, you know, what the hell were you thinking there, Dak? But – We'll see how it pans out. There's definitely only a couple players that might make, you know, might deserve that much money, and I don't think he's on that short list. No. Even then, you know, maybe a guy like Drew Brees or or Brady, you know, I can I could see a one year deal or something like that, but that's insane yeah. money. I think too, like Dak has Dak has been surrounded by great weapons his whole time there in Dallas. He's had the best offensive line, one of the best running backs, great receiver, Amari Cooper, Jason Witten, when he was good early in his career, good defense most of, most of his career there. So I, I'd like to think that most quarterbacks in the NFL could do what he's done with Dallas, if not more. So, and I'm usually a Dak fan, but I just think when you really get down to it, <laughs> He's not worth that anywhere near that kind of money. I don't like they say like he uh, was never offered it, but I like if that's the truth, like who released it to the press? 
to tell them that. And I feel like whoever did it, it was tried, Jerry. Tried to make like Dak look like a like piece, he was like exactly. Piece of shit. Exactly. So, <laughs> I gotta believe that's Jerry. Yeah. If on like if that is false, I mean, I could see Jerry just going, yeah, yeah. That would release be nuts. That, release that. Yeah. Right. Leak that out. <laughs> From his from his uh, five hundred million dollar yacht. <laughs> <laughs> to shift gears here, uh, Jim Harbaugh was interviewed on uh, the Get Up, and he uh, said that if he had a choice between not playing with fans but playing with no fans, he would definitely play. Mm-hmm. He said he'd rather play football than have fans because all the players. And the staffing and everybody can get tested, but they can't test 100,000 fans mm-hmm. all right. at once. But I also saw the Rams' uh, defensive tackle, uh, Sam Darnold, said it'd be no fun without fans. But what do you guys think? I mean, I'd rather see football played. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Whether it be college, NFL, yeah, any kind of football, fans, no fans. I don't care if they play on a high school field. I just want to see them play. Um because I think we as a nation are dying for sports. I mean, the fact that we're tuned in to watch this random charity event between Tom and Tom Brady and, and Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning tells us how desperate we are for sports. So I think, uh, I think yeah, we're, we're ready for football. We're ready for, for anything, quite frankly. And so, yeah, I'm definitely down for whatever they can give me, whether it be football with fans or no fans but yeah I, I agree with Harbaugh there for sure watching sports center in the mornings we're seeing some Japanese baseball league <laughs> highlights we need we, we need sports back <laughs> bad uh, my point there being that they don't have fans either and it looks like they're doing just fine they're playing the games and right you know they're rowdy in the dugouts and it's competitive so like Eric said, we'll take what we can get. We need something. Yep. They did say, like, basketball, and I think hockey could be back in July, mm-hmm. they said. The NBA's talking about playing at Disney World. Yeah, they're talking. All the hotels they, there. Yeah. And then one team, like, it's like a one-game elimination or something. Yeah, a weird playoff thing. <laughs> um. But, yeah, going back to college football, I, so Harbaugh is talking about playing without fans, but I, Ohio State's athletic director came out this week, too, and said that they fully plan on having at least some fans in the stadium, whether it be full capacity or not. They do want some fans there. So, I mean, and September is a long way from now. Mm-hmm. So a lot could change between now and then. So we just have to wait and see. I did see, too, like, if uh... – because, like, when teams like, you know, small schools play, like, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, that uh, college gets half the gate Yeah. for the money on that. So, with no fans, they said the NCAA could lose to, like, about $4, Four billion. billion dollars yeah. if there's, way there's too no much money coming in. So, like, I mean, if that happens, I could see them not playing. But, I mean, either way, they're going to lose the money if, even if they're not playing. Right. Well, another thing, too, a lot of people don't think about is, like, all your non-revenue sports rely on football mm-hmm. to to allow those athletes scholarships and and for you know, that to even exist. So, yeah, yeah there are those schools, too, that, you know, maybe Duke or Indiana who don't have great 
football programs, you know, a lot of their money comes in from their basketball. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, there's no doubt that they're hurting without it. But honest opinion, play the sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. At all costs. At all costs. At all costs. But in also in NFL news, in 2021, we're going to get another documentary with Tom Brady. What do you guys feel about that? I look forward to that one. Me too. I can't wait to, to hear any sort of tell-all on that, the Patriots, from, mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, from these past 20 years or whatever it's been. That's what I was going to say is I can't wait to see a, get a look inside the Patriots and his years there because I'm sure it's entertaining. Yeah, his relationship with Belichick and with Kraft and Gronk, Gronk and stuff like Aaron Hernandez has always fascinated me too, to hear his take on that. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be tuning in for that in a year. Like It's like this is getting released now, and I feel like he wanted to leave, and then he could release all exactly. this content. <laughs> now he can really <laughs> uh, let it off his chest how he yep. really feels. Yeah. Yep. It's going to go all the way back to, I think, playing for Michigan and stuff. Yeah. Well, he, wasn't, he wasn't highly recruited out of high school and anything special in the NFL draft. Obviously, we all know he's a sixth-round pick, and we've all seen that pre-combine picture of him. Looks like a, mm-hmm. an average Joe. But, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what, um, what he has to say. About I think I'm career. more excited for that than, I, than the last dance. Even though I, I never got to see Jordan play, that was cool to watch, but the ending kind of yeah. that. But, yeah, I can't wait for I hope more people do documentaries it's like that. Maybe it'll kickstart something, Jordan's it seems documentary. Well, that's what, that's what I was going to ask you guys next. If you guys are excited for – there's two more big documentaries. Uh, tonight is the Lance Armstrong one, and then there's – after that, in a few weeks, there's a Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire one mm-hmm. that I'm I'm looking forward to both, especially Lance Armstrong. I think that one will be. He probably has a crazy story to tell. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff that happened that people forget about. And he was in his heyday. He was in the same category as Tiger and right. Tom Brady, on top of the world. Yeah, best at what he did. Yeah. Also, Eric in that mix. I think there's one about Bruce Lee. You're right. You're right. I would yep. watch that too. I don't know two things about Bruce Lee, but I bet he's an interesting guy. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, if we're not going to have sports for a while, I guess ESPN's really going to be fishing for any sort of content they can put out there. Well, I did hear too there was like in Kobe's last season, he had a film crew crew following mm-hmm. him around, so there's going to be you know there's going to be a Kobe documentary. Oh, yeah. Soon, so. Speaking of, I was a little bummed that the MJ documentary didn't shout to Kobe. They yeah. flashed his name before one episode. but And he he got, like, what, 15 seconds of screen time? Yeah, and they... unrelated to his, you know, his death or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was that was another issue I had with The Last Dance was they kind of, they just kind of um, passed over that like it never happened. But, yeah, I, I think... Uh, Kobe will definitely get a doc. What what team, like I saw this poll going around, like what what era or what team should get a documentary next from the NBA? There was like a like the Warriors, most recent, most recently, and then the early two thousand Spurs, LeBron's Heat, those types of, of teams. Which one do you think will get the 
or the Kobe Lakers, Kobe and Shaq mm-hmm. Lakers. I guess you could, like I guess like that could go along with Kobe because they'll definitely do Kobe and Shaq Lakers if that goes. Yeah. But I, I could see the I sure. could see the Spurs because they went on a tear for a long time. Yeah, they did. Won five titles there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that one. I would like to see the LeBron super team in Miami mm-hmm. with D Wade and Chris Bosh. I think that was a good squad. We got to see him play. We did. We saw LeBron and the boys play. <laughs> nice. I got to see the Warriors in Durant's first year. Nice. At the Palace. Or at LCA. Whichever one they were playing at the time. <laughs> That's it for me. Nah, I'm good. We, I'm good. We ripped it. Stay primed and ready. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Assistant Coaching. We'll see you next week. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm.